Are you wondering how you can contribute to Funniest Thing? Don't flip out. Go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. Whoa! This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens it does. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in... Beautiful downtown Van Nuys. And Ed. Yes, sir. What do we have in store for us today? I will say this, we have a great show, and I know this because the green room portion was already incredibly uplifting with today's guests and her husband, who's also an amazing minister. Remember when we used to get a kick out of saying, we're going to have a really big shoe. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a great shoe tonight. Uh, So today's show is called From Fearing the Worst to Expecting the Best with Michelle Washington. We often need to be reminded that God's will for us is perfect happiness. Wow, that sounds great. This includes meeting our every need. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It's also, as Michelle was pointing out, your mother's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It therefore should be our good pleasure to receive it. And by expecting it, we are demonstrating our gratitude or good pleasure for the kingdom in advance. On this episode, Daryl and Ed highlight the truth that gratitude, not fear, opens the door to our greater good. And during the second segment, registered new thought nurse Michelle Washington proves that faith is the best medicine with today's reading Living victoriously. Two things we must say. I'm jumping in quickly, but I was just thinking we didn't really write the title. I mean, we didn't come up with this title on our own. How did we get this title, Daryl? Well, it's uh, from our guest. If you are a subscriber to the Daily Word, or you don't even have to be, I believe if you go to uh, the Daily Word website. Yes. And uh, you can find that on Google. It's. Uh, Let's see. It, I was going to see if it has it on here, but I don't even worry about that. Okay, that well, website's y- a little clunky nowadays. It's, it's a little unity.org. Yeah, you got to go through unity.org. All things. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, that being the case, uh, just to give you the heads up, if you are a, scr- a subscriber or not, in the January February issue of the Daily Word, they're, they're two month issues, so you get two months each each mailer. Right. So the beginning of the year and. I usually tread lightly with reading these stories. Right. Because they're like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're going to get. That's and true. most of them are filled with perfume, which does not go down easy. Oh, but, yeah. But, like those Seas candies. Like, you know, the ones that are like, oh. What, what, what's in this? Didn't see that coming. But, you know, out of habit, I still go, all right, let's see what this is. And I'm so grateful I did it with this one. And the title of the reading, Ed, was... 
from fearing the worst to expecting the best. So right away I go, now this sounds like it's going to be great. Yeah, so one of the things that when we talk about that, the, we're really, we, we talk about it on the show. We're looking for the readings that have the medicine. Yeah. Something that you, I can read and I immediately, like, it's, I'm provided with principles, truth teachings, where I feel yeah. an immediate uplift for myself. Some different people write for different reasons. Some people sell to promote something. Yes. And I mean, everyone's promoting something. And we love the ones that we love the readings that promote the truth first, more than like a system or a particular book, even. Right. The main thing is to promote these life affirming principles, and because that's what we're all in this for. So that when, yeah. that's the discernment yes. when we read things and when we go, wow, this is amazing. Well, yes. I love when they're a bite sized, complete dose. Yes. Of just the medicine I need mm -hmm. in that moment, reassuring right. me of the truths that are already right. Right. active, but mm -hmm. I tend to forget. So it was by Michelle Washington, and you know, it's not promoting anything other than this great experience uh, she had with these principles in her life. She's a registered nurse, so it's amazing that you called it the medicine. I know. And I, I just want to, I just want to, before we get into describing the show and the funniest thing club, let me just read two little bits from her. Yeah, I would love you if you so, would. To, to let our audience know what we're in for. So this is from, from fearing the worst to expecting the best. You know, a lot of us, I grew up thinking that. You should prepare for the worst. Oh, yeah. But when you prepare for the worst, what happens? You usually get it. That's right. You usually get it. It's leading with the chin. Yeah. And there's a great... I should just mention this. Let me just go... This, I got to read, Ed. I hope you don't mind. But going about preparing the worst, because a lot of people think that's the logical thing to do. And here we go. This is from The Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. Mm-hmm. The Hebrews were shown during their wilderness wanderings that their suffering and afflictions came not because God had willed it, right. but because they had been disobedient to the law of praise. All these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee. Because thou servest not jo Jehovah thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart by, by, reason, of by reason of abundance of all good things." In other words, she goes on to explain the curses came because they were always cursed, like they were they weren't showing praise, they were showing fear. Right. Yeah, that goes along with bless a thing and it will bless you, curse yes. a thing and it will curse you. So it's not virtuous to prepare for the worst. So let's just hear it in Michelle's own words. I grew up wondering what's the worst thing that could happen? Because I believe that if I anticipated the worst case scenario, I could brace myself for it. How many of us grew oh, up yeah. with that? And I could drop into that at a moment's notice. Mm -hmm. It would take two health challenges years apart for me to expect the best. And in conclusion, she writes, leaning into my newfound understanding that I am meant to live in joy and wholeness I found unfailing support in my partnership with spirit. When I stand in this truth, I see all situations truly do have a best case scenario. Yes. Tell me that last, isn't yeah. medicine. What was the last line again? Let's hear that. When I stand in this truth, 
I'll do, okay. Leaning into my newfound understanding that I am meant to live in joy and wholeness, yeah. I found unfailing support in partnership with spirit. When I stand in this truth, I see all situations truly do have a best case scenario. Yes. That's great. It's a well-known fact. It's a well-known fact. <laughs> Oops. That's right. That's right. That's why this affirmative thinking is not uh, simply like a mind trick where we start saying and thinking things that are positive. It's cooperating with the positive flow of life, which is our nature. It's about, and that's really the difference between making this like a complete mental struggle or making it a more pleasant experience in which we realize all we have to do is sort of gently but and sometimes firmly nudge ourselves in the direction of our good and the good will take over. The good will always yeah. take over because the good's always trying to carry us. I mean, it's without any effort, but it's just effortlessly carrying us toward a good. We don't have to earn it. We just have to be in a place to receive it and praising it is, a, is an indicator that we are there. Also a method to get into that flow is to praise. You know, a metaphysician... Um, equated affirmation, the use of a using affirmative prayer, yeah, as uh, similar to that of a steering wheel, mm -hmm. because the affirmative prayer steers us in the from where we want to start, yes, and then guides us where we want to go, right. Yeah, last week, uh, Rabia Archer, no, Jocelyn, Rabia Jocelyn Archer who is a prayer minister at Unity of Santa Barbara. When I was listening back to the show, she shared an affirmation that she uses. Because sometimes when we are fearing the worst, like Abraham Hicks talks about this a lot, that it's, um, it's really impossible to go from fully fearing the worst all the way into uh, expecting the best, like instantly, right? It's a process because yeah. our thoughts are moving so fast. It's like a ship. You can't yeah. just turn it around. Right. We gotta it's going to still move in that same direction for a little while, but then it's going to make its way. Right, right. And we're and that's why prayer and affirmation, the morning routine is so important of inspired reading, um, meditation and affirmative prayer, affirmative thinking. It's essential because that's a, the time where we can slow our thinking down, yeah. get into a place of receptivity, get into a place where we directly experience our connection with our true self, with our divinity, with that divine mind. And then from that place, choose to choose thoughts that are moving more uh, aligned, you know, more in that direction of our good. And um, so, it's, but when we're in spots where it's challenging, Daryl um, likes, uh, Daryl came up with a great one, which we use, which is an affirmation, which is God brings it about in spite of my doubts. God brings it about in spite of my yeah. doubts. And I, I was using these this morning, and um, uh, Rabia Jocelyn Archer said, with God as my source, lots can happen. With God as my source, lots can happen. Yeah. Because my mind, I'm, I, I found like a sinkhole of negative thinking related to my work in the school district because sometimes that environment is a sinkhole of just negative of negative thinking because they don't rely on these principles that we're talking about so when and there's always stuff to deal with there there's always things that are people are learning growing and there's a lot of cursing going on in that environment they want might not call it that right but there really is you know so i'm finding that i'm clearing out a lot of that within me and it's like 
it's really uplifting in the moments where I go, wow, my whole life is changing now because I found this sort of like another one of these roots of all this suffering I've been feeling. And then there's other times where it's really intimidating. Like, oh my God, I've been thinking this way for so long. Will it ever, you know, how am I going to move through this, you know, to get into the place where I'm expecting the best. But that's what this show is all about because it really is a gentle process, yeah. you know, because I realized this morning that too often when I started, I've judged my thoughts so harshly that I would inadvertently be reinforcing this negative thinking by going, I got to get rid of these negative thoughts. Oh. And then that would just, but the key is to get our mind on God, to get our mind on possibilities. To, even if it just means looking around the room and appreciating oh. that we're doing a podcast, you know, yeah. and, and that we have Michelle Washington and John is in the other room, Reverend John, and he prayed us in today. And we have this amazing opportunity. Taking time to appreciate the little simple things really helps out. Um, you, you can't whip yourself into thinking positive. My, You know what my father used to say to me? What? He would look at me and I guess because I was a, you know, I was... I mean, being around my father, you, you you just shut down because you didn't know like anything. He could hand you five a twenty dollar bill or smack you on the side of the head. Okay, yeah. So uh, I was always kind of on eggshells. Right. So one day he looks at me and goes, "Think positive, you miserable beep." Uh, like like, he, like trying to snap me. <laughs> right. He's like, "Wait, what? Think positive, you." He would also do like other ones that didn't make sense. Like you're smarter than that. You beep beep idiot. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah right. Like incongruent thoughts. He was right. like, a, I guess he, I guess he would call that a New Jersey New Ager. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it doesn't work, folks. The gentler way works much better. Yeah, sometimes. Firm, actually, it's the only thing. Loving. Yes. Yes, but um, knowing the truth yeah. that will set us free. Um. Daryl, tell the people how to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Actually, you may well already be a member. You likely are if you're with us today. Yeah, because we're just a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and expect better than expected outcomes. Mm -hmm. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as the result of living lovingly and expectantly. Ever hear that Bible verse, faith without works is dead? Yes. For a long time, I was the impression because the way it was shared with me, right. that meant, yeah, me, like faith without doing service work and the 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 idea of service work was doing stuff that's inconvenient for others right. is dead. Do you know that's not what it means at all? Do tell. I love to hear this. I love this stuff. Cuz you know, I use my book The Revealing Word to look this stuff up. Yes. Even works. Charles Fillmore. Work. Faith without works can be translated to joyful expectancy without miracles or demonstrations or evidence, mm -hmm. which is what works means, is dead. Right. So it's basically saying that faith without works, it's, it's basically telling us that, look, man, 
this stuff works. Yeah. Because you will get demonstrations. Yeah. When you apply it. But if you just walk around, yeah, I got faith, but you're not really adding the joyful expectancy right. compo component mm -hmm. and a power greater than ourselves that's arranging things on the unseen plane, well, then you're not going to get any work. Demonstrations, works. Right. And you know, it, it all, man, you're really opening my mind to like this. People who go, what's your faith? That's like dead. There's Well, you know, yeah, as you mean, as like a, um, as a, as noun. a noun. Yeah. Um, it, it, I could just see Jesus telling people, look, if your faith isn't working in your life, or maybe Fillmore, your faith isn't working in your life and transforming your life for the better, it's dead. Get a yeah. new faith because yes. it's meant to work. Yeah. This stuff should be working. If it's otherwise, it's dead. Get rid of it. You know, because Jesus wouldn't have that, like, oh, you know, like no, a dead it, faith, dead words. We're talking about it like a noun. It's dead. Yes. You got to bring this to life, which is what um, we practice every day. And that's why we love this show. We want to thank the listeners out there. Um, we got a great postcard from Karki in Germany. It says he found some art called Healing Hooves. If you're not on YouTube yet, go to the Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on YouTube. You can watch our episodes full length. You can see what we're up to. Like the videos, subscribe to the channel. Healing and, Hooves. Yeah, so this one says Healing Hooves, and it says Daryl and Ed. It's actually a, a, a deer trampling a hunter, I think. Is but, oh, yeah, that is my head on the deer, and usually my head's getting trampled. But, oh, I'm giving him like a little massage. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, oh it's, it's a deer giving a, a, a man who looks to be – Laying naked, a massage, but it's your face smiling while I give you the massage. <laughs> All human experience is a belief system. If you believe it, it will probably happen. If you believe something else, that will probably happen. That is why it is so important to keep examining our expectations, which of the, oh, which form the, so I'll say form the experiences of our lives. There's a word underneath all That's that. Probably little, experiences. Yeah. So that is why it's so important to keep examining our expectations, which form the experiences of our lives. Alan Cohen. Thank you, Kirky. We love you, buddy. We also got a wonderful card in the P.O. Box. The P.O. Box, if you want to send us anything, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Janet Prince sent us a delightful um, Contrib tithe yeah. contribution. Yes, And she you. said, hello, Daryl and Ed. During my morning routine, I came across this quote. Dost thou reckon thyself only a puny form when within thee the universe is folded? That's from Swami Ali. Thank you for reminding us everything we need is within. Uh -huh. Sending love, light, laughs, and prosperity, Janet. And you know, that day, I've been going back and forth, you know, state testing. It's a lot of stuff going on in my school, and it's been bringing oh up stuff God. for me. That's going to go great with the three breaths. Oh, yeah. So I turned over everything to God that day. I left campus. Smart. I walked. I went to, I was going to go to Culver One, One Culver, beautiful place where we hang out. We've talked about it before in downtown Culver City. I stopped by the post office to, to check the P.O. box. I forgot what affirmation I was using that day, but I was just turning it over and affirming my good. I looked in the P.O. box. Here was the card and contribution from Janet Prince first. And then I read that quote from Swami Ali. Dost thou reckon thyself only a puny form when within thee the universe is folded? So I read that, walked out, walking down the stairs, 
there's an older Indian woman down on this. She was also a nurse, just like our guest today. She's reading the Culver City News. She's reading the column that I write in the Culver City News. So I said, excuse me, are you reading that? Uh, are you reading that article? And then she's kind of didn't look up at first. And then as she looked up, I go, that's me. And so we had a great little chat. She loves the column I write called Tapping Into Genius. She, um, we just had, it just turned into heaven on earth. Changed I went from everything. feeling disconnected to, you know, um, what is it? We, I went from fearing the worst to expecting the best. And sure enough, I had this really ma a magical experience. We talked about our kids. She talked about her, her job as a nurse, how much she loves the column. It was just a really uplifting experience and proof for Isn't myself. It one change of a thought yeah and the whole you your whole universe changes that's right hey, if you want to get in touch with us darylned.com has a contact form you can contact us through youtube through our facebook page funniest thing with daryl and ed um or daryl and ed at gmail.com you can email us let's just thank the chief engineer jeff comfort uh on the audio portion who puts up the podcast for you to listen to wherever you're listening to them his name is jeff comfort and each week he takes us right into the comfort zone yeah let's give a shout out to our man indy fawcett right behind the the ones and twos at chobo hey, studios doing great saturday is my favorite day you guys are on fire loving it oh wonderful are you enjoying spending time with michelle and john oh they're great great energy great souls great prayers great oh, stories man. incredible great right people. yeah of course all right. Well, thanks for all you're doing. Chobostudios.com is the place to go to work with Indy. Come into the studio. He has podshuttle.io as a part of Chobo Studios, which can edit all your reels, shorts, and the, the things that you might see from us on Instagram and YouTube and such. So thank you, Indy. Thank you, sir. You want to read the... Yeah, the, then, then we'll do, do the breaths. Okay. This is also from The Dynamic Laws of Healing by Catherine Ponder. It, you know, it's strange that our guest is a nurse... You're bumping into nurses. Yeah. And this just happens to be Catherine Ponder's The Dynamic Laws of Healing. Right. Oh, wow. Yes. Healing it's, is in the air. Healing is in the air. Thank the, goodness. Or should I let the cat out of the bag? The doctor is in the house. Doctor's in the house, baby. All right. Here you go, folks. Make fun your medicine. Mm. If people only knew the healing power of laughter and joy, many of our fine doctors would be out of business. Joy is one of nature's greatest medicines. Joy is always healthful. A pleasant state of mind tends to bring abnormal conditions back to normal. People who keep themselves in physical and mental harmony through laughter, pleasantness, and joy usually live longer and are healthier than those who take themselves or events too seriously. Many diseases come from the lack of expressing joy. When you feel you cannot go on, make it a point to practice smiling. Smile at the pictures on the wall. Smile at the furniture. Now, if that idea doesn't make you smile, I don't know what will. <laughs> smile at the furniture. I'm doing it right now. Go ahead. Smile until the tension has left your body and you feel relaxed again. A physician once stated that fun is a food that is necessary to your health as bread and water. A complete revolution takes place in your physical and mental being when you've laughed and had some fun. Mm. 
Too many people grow stale mentally, emotionally, and physically because they have forgotten the importance of laughing and being pleasant. Wow. You know, that. this is such good news because a, a great tool that um, – who was the original laughing yogi? Siri Gopal. Siri Gopal. Siringo Paul. And we've talked it about it many times, but it's just simply one such activity is if you're in a grocery store and your mind is stressing out, the lines are long, you're cursing things, just get on your phone, make pretend you're talking to someone and they're telling you, so you won't look crazy, just make pretend they're telling you the funniest thing you've ever heard, like, <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> and... Uh, Watch the way not only your mood lifts, but the way the people around you start to, their mood starts to lift. And the way I like to use it, when I feel really stuck in my thinking, which is like this, this morning I've had one of these moments where I, well, first I woke up feeling free and clear, like, oh my God, this is heaven on earth. And then these old thought patterns came up and it felt like, oh my God, where'd that go? You know, now I'm like feeling worse off. And, but this laughter thing, especially like when it's just this old dead pattern that needs to be released from me is to go like, ah, this is amazing, Ed. How do you come up with this stuff? When I start to really fully have a belly laugh about how absurd my thinking is rather than trying to seriously try to work with it sometimes, that can be the thing that just makes me lighten up and then it makes it easier to shift into, like automatically I start shifting into higher order thinking. And the good news about this is that laughter really is oh. the best medicine. doesn't even matter what causes the laughter. Even accidentally sending a text that you copied for someone else. Oh, yeah. To That's somebody else. And then realizing what you did. Oh, man, that is a giggler. Yeah. Sometimes, it's, <laughs> sometimes when, we're really, when I'm really tight, doing something that just forces me to either... I'm going to double down and go, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to blah, blah, blah. Or just go, this is amazing. Let it roll, you know? Sometimes that choice to just go with the laughter and just laugh at myself is really the most healing medicine. It really makes me the doctor sometimes. You know, like we are really, the physician is within us. Aren't there quotes about this Yeah, somewhere? Dr. Welby. Yes. Isn't that funny? That's his name? Oh, Dr. Welby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But remember, you are really the doctor because the Christ within you does the healing. And that's the truth of your we being. We just have to release him by thinking joyful thoughts. But it yes. seems so absurd, but it's the truth. Right. It's crazy. I love this stuff. Right. The, 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 the parable nature of these teachings from the Bible is that this Christ resides within us. And the, the, Jesus said the, the kingdom of heaven is within us and that the works I'm, you can do more than, you know, like whatever you see me doing, you're kidding me, you can do even more than this. All it takes is well, uh, the, uh, faith the size of a mustard seed, just a little bit to allow this stuff to work in profound ways. Well, yeah, like it says, many diseases come from the lack of expressing joy letting the joy out yes oh a hundred percent this is a circulation business yes whether it's money or health or whatever it is we're doing it's a circulation business so the good news is laughter really is the best medicine and you're the doctor so the doctor is always in the house so let's take a deep breath to clear my <sighs> <sighs> laughter is the best medicine and the doctor's in the house. Ah. Laughter is the best medicine. 
and the doctor's in the house. Ah. Laughter, laughter is, is the best, best medicine. medicine. And the, the doctor's in the house. house. Ah. <laughs> that sounds like the tagline for a movie from the 80s. Laughter's the best medicine. It's like Michael J. Fox. I and think the it might have been. So Emmett Fox, we'll go to a break in just a moment here. Emmett Fox says, only your own thoughts. No matter what problem you have to face today, there's a solution. Because you have nothing to deal with but your own thoughts. As you know, you have the power to select and control your thoughts. Difficult though it may be at times to do so. As long as you think that your destiny is in the hands of other people... The situation is hopeless. Remind yourself constantly that you have nothing to deal with but your own thoughts. Write it down where you will see it often. Have it on your desk. Hang it in your bedroom. Write it in your notebook. Write it on your soul. It will transform your, li your life. It will lead you out of the land of Egypt and out of the house of bondage. It will bring you to God. And it says, I thought on my way and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. Psalm 119.59. Yeah, the good news is we're always just one thought away from being happy and healthy. I remind myself that often when I'm like, oh, yeah. I go, Daryl, you're just one thought away from everything changing. That's you know, so everything changes. Happiness changes everything. Once my mind, the one thought changes my perspective to happiness, I'm marching around going, what was I so upset about? Right. Like, I can't even recall how... And in the moment, it felt ungodly. It right. was horrible. But what, one thought, so just encourage yourself. Yeah. I'm only one thought away from being happy right. and healthy. Yeah, because a lot of the bad feeling stuff is constricting. Yeah. Our body reacts to it by constricting. Our mind constricts. And then from that place, life feels like it's painful because it keeps bumping up against this knot. But when we get these positive thoughts and that knot lets go and everything starts flowing, then all of a sudden the things that felt like problems are not problems at all. They're projects at best and possibly even some fun along the way. Yeah, each thought. I mean, one powerful thought of happiness yeah. releases, it, it changes the chemistry of your body. It really does. Yeah. It releases a whole new set of, of chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all healing. Yes. I was talking to India about this yesterday. Um, we're going to go to a break after this. About I, this. I got this book when I was like kind of wandering in the dark. I knew this stuff existed. Hadn't really found the... I hadn't met Daryl yet. I hadn't really found this. I didn't even know what new thought was at that time. But it's a book called Asking It Is Given by... Um, by Abraham Hicks. And uh, the reason I found it, because I was reading Wayne Dyer at the time, and he did the forward for it. But they call it deliberate creation. Deliberate creation is not about the condition changing and then you finding a better feeling in response to the change condition. Deliberate creation is about choosing a thought that feels good when you choose it, which then causes the conditions to change. Unconditional love is really about wanting so much to remain in connection with your source of love that you deliberately choose thoughts that allow your connection, no matter what manifestations may be happening nearby. And when you are able to control your point of attraction by deliberately choosing better feeling thoughts, the conditions that surround you have to change. The law of attraction says that they must. You know, and by the way, I forgot to thank um, the people at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. The people who contribute through Patreon. Yes. Thank you, Sarah Sparks Brewster, for jumping on this week. We had a great prosperity class on Tuesday. 
uh, Indy was there. And the word that came up that we talked about a lot, thanks to Rhonda Barnes, who was also there, was the word meek. This takes meekness because when we're in a negative state of mind, we want to try to fight against. Uh. But what Abraham Hicks said was it's like it's more about desiring to feel connected to our power more than wanting to engage in this power yeah. struggle, wanting to actually experience heaven on earth enough that we're willing to th- keep switching over to loving thoughts even when our mind tends to be going in a different direction and recognizing that that's not weakness, that's meekness, no. that's power. That's Because uh, that, that's trusting that yes. there's a higher power, that there's a greater power that loves us, loves everyone. Everyone involved is part of heaven on earth. Yeah, it's meekness to me. It goes with that verse. Stand aside and see yes. the Lord do his work, the salvation of the Lord, the Lord bring about a solution. We have a good episode on that, too, if people want to listen, with mm-hmm. uh, Representative John DeBerry. Yes. Who repeatedly said on the episode, meekness is not weakness. That's right. Meekness is not weakness. And he was talking about his time uh, during the marches with Martin Luther King, that it was about love and peace. Right. And that was creating the demonstration that transformed history. Right. Yeah, because that uh, it's not weakness. Meekness is not weakness. Yeah, we recently heard from Nancy Norman that another word for, I mean, that the definition of, under the meaning of heaven is harmony. Another meaning of he- the word heaven is harmony. So what we're doing is harmonizing with this heaven that is always really there, whether or not the people around us are aware of it. But it's we can always tap into it. And this meekness which is surrendering our defenses and going into this non-resistant state allows that power to flow through us. We harmonize with heaven that is all around us and we really feel what power is. It's the power that flows through nature. It flows through love. It flows through this amazing, these demonstrations all around us, the blue skies, the birds, the ocean, you know, everything we do is an expression of this miraculous power. It is, and, it, and, the, and we know it when we feel it. That's the key. So, shall we go? Wow, I smell, I smell heaven cooking up something good for you, sister. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, registered New Thought nurse Michelle Washington proves that faith is the best medicine with today's reading, Living Victoriously. Thank you for listening to Fun and watching Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed live from Chobo Studios. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. All right. Welcome back to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Today's episode is called From Fearing the Worst to Expecting the Best with Michelle Washington, who is actually the person who came up with the title and was the title of an article that Miss Washington wrote for the Daily Word. Was it January, February? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, of this year, right? Yes. Yeah. 2023. Time flies, man. So um, 
Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here with you. You're such high energy. Such high energy. Well, it takes one to know one. <laughs> That's correct. Okay. And um, you are, you and your husband, John, have, Reverend John, have a ministry in Chatsworth, correct? Yes, we have. I'm so glad you asked. Yes. Our ministry is Unity Church of Chatsworth mm-hmm. in uh, Chatsworth. And right now, currently, I'm going to say that, we, since COVID started, we have been holding YouTube ministry. Mm-hmm. All of our, we have a YouTube channel and our uh, Sunday services and our Wednesday meditations, Wednesday, Wednesday services are all on our YouTube channel, Unity Church of Chatsworth, and at our website, unityofchatsworth.org. Fantastic. So, and, um, and now we've gotten into doing shorts on smoothies. So we're having fun with that. Shorts on, on smoothies. smoothies. Yes. Tell us more. Well, uh, uh, Reverend John has has inspiration. I'll tell you, he uh, came up with the idea of doing um, a series kind of on healthy eating because the Fillmores, Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, the founders, co-founders of Unity, were people who believed they were vegan. They mm-hmm. believed in eating veg- vegetarian. They believed in healthy eating, of not eating too large a portion. And John came up with the idea of just kind of re-emphasizing that, that basic teaching. And so we've done some shorts on oatmeal, small breakfasts, and making smoothies. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and it's just been fun. We're just, we're just cutting the bananas and strawberries and putting them together and enjoying it. Wow, so this is another great research, uh, resource yeah. for members of the Funniest Thing Club, which we love because you can never get enough because you want to, if you're going on YouTube, you want to make sure you're going to the inspiring stuff because there's a lot of other stuff on Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Rabbit holes and, you can and go we, down. And, and we have a good time. Uni- like I said, Unity of, Unity Church of Chatsworth on YouTube. So great. join us. We'd love to have you guys and all of your, your listeners or whatever. So. Right. So we spoke before the show. This is I'm going to go. I'm going to zig a little bit just because a question popped up and you told me that you're used to Reverend John zigging and zagging and asking you things oh, on the spot. Oh, yes, yes. So before the show, we were talking about our love for the Revealing Word, the Charles Fillmore yes. mm-hmm. book. And then you, you, I just heard you point out that you and John are both very Fillmorean. Yes. And we've heard that term um, when we visited Unity Village or mm-hmm. different um, – places so i was just curious if you could let us know what yeah, that be- means to you do you before say? you do okay yeah. i just want for our listeners sake most of the time when we would hear that word mm-hmm. it was almost i don't want to say use derogatory but almost as putting someone in a box oh well that's very fomorian film yeah i almost have like a dogmatic a dogmatic Silly to us since it's uh, yeah. well, it didn't seem very dogmatic. I'm I'm going to give you my interpretation. Yes, yes. Okay, That's because what we're because to. because Reverend John is a very Fillmorean minister. That means that he preaches a a very metaphysical lesson. Yes, which is uh, of course beyond the physical. Yeah. So that's that's what we teach in our church, and he uses references from Charles Fillmore. Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity, wrote numerous books. And the revealing word, which you guys use, and of course the metaphysical Bible dictionary, where he interprets people and places from the Bible in a metaphysical perspective. So when we're talking about Fillmorian, we're really talking about people who have are looking at uh, a Christian message, if you will, from a different perspective. You know, the Fillmores, when they, my understanding is that when the Fillmores started their ministry. 
they actually didn't have a denomination. They had an add-on kind of church. It's like people went to their own church in the morning, then they came to the Fillmore's in the evening for lessons in truth, uh, a metaphysic understanding of, of the Bible. So it was, that's, that. when I think of Fillmoreian, that's what I think of. Mm-hmm. I think of going beyond what the basic historical truth, uh, historical lessons are in the Bible and looking more at the metaphorical and metaphysical understanding of right. it, which makes it a much more personal belief mm. rather than just looking at this is what people did in, mm. the, in, in, in the Bible, this is what they did, this is how they lived. No, it's about me. Right. And when I have a metaphysical understanding of it, then I can say, oh, this is how it's, it's, it's unfolding in my life. Mm. So. That was the game changer for me, and that's how we look at Fillmoreian too, mm-hmm. the way you do, right? Mm-hmm. You would agree. I, I mean, because yeah. we see it as taking the the new perspective that opens it up to something that now I can apply these Christian teachings practically in everyday situations. Mm-hmm. And with the type of results where I'm calling up Ed or someone, or I can't wait to call someone and say, funniest thing, you're not going to believe it. Meaning it worked exactly as it has been prophesized. Mm. If I apply these ideas in my life, mm-hmm. we get, that's the faith without works is dead. We get the works, we get the demonstration. That's this this understanding, me being introduced to that view of it, saved my life. Mm-hmm. Because up until that moment when I was 23, there, I had no hope. Because the God I was brought up with, in my mind, I don't know where I got this idea, just from the ethers, because we weren't in, we weren't a religious family, mm-hmm. but just it's floating around there, it must have been. Um, was like Ed was saying. It was uh, a, a, a God that was fickle. He he could be at any turn. He could hate me, or you know, I'm going to be punished. And it got to the point where I, th- and then people who would say pray to God. I was like, why would I pray to God? So it became this confusing idea. And then by the time I was a teenager, I had thrown out this idea of God. I classified him with the Easter Bunny and Santa Claus. Mm. Maybe little old ladies on their deathbed, this applies to them. But as for (laughs) me, no. I'm going to have to do it myself. And sometimes you have to be in that place before you find your faith. That's what saved me. Because I hit a rock bottom Mm -hmm. from being in that place to where my mind was open. But I'm so grateful that when my mind was open, and the guy who introduced me to this, his name was Mike Dugan, who was a devout Catholic, but he taught me all these principles through Emmett Fox, Mm -hmm. The Daily Word, Unity. Um, The ideas, as soon as I heard them, I was thinking, oh, like... There was it didn't set off any alarms like when i started reading these teachings it almost felt like these ideas seem like i already knew them i just needed to, uh-huh. i just needed to be reassured that it was true it was to a, think it's, this it's, way. it's a memory within us i think yes. that we already know these truths and that's yeah. why it's called truth because we already know it yes and we need to be reminded we need to have it brought up from us again the first time i walked into a unity church I had the same I, – I went there simply because it was an hour long. I had been raised in a, in, in a, in a religion that was 
an hour long service. So an hour long seemed like a really good idea to me. Mm. And um, and then there was meditation, and I thought, wow, this is great stuff. I love meditation, and I, but I wasn't getting the basics of what unity was all about. As I mentioned in the article that I wrote for the Daily Word, I kept going to unity and saying, well, what what are your fundamental beliefs? What do you really teach? I mean, I understand that this is all good stuff, and I love meditation, but what do you teach? Until I met Reverend John. And he handed me Lessons in Truth and said, read this. This is what we believe. And it was like Emily Cady. This yes. is like opened up a whole new world yeah. for me. It was, it was this is something that I can hold on to. This is a loving God, number one. Yes. This is a God who wants me to be happy, who wants me to be joyous. Yes. This is a God who wants me to have everything and who I don't have to beg yeah. for anything. This is what... I want to believe, and so that's that's where it starts. And like you say, you know, sometimes you have to just find your way in there, whatever it might be, whatever way it might yeah. be. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think that it, like the book, uh, The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Gulashin, like that mm-hmm. title implies, part of the reason why it rings true and it feels like a memory, I feel like it's just like learning someone is actually telling us what the actual game we're involved in is and then mm-hmm. it just makes sense because it is who we are it's how we came here yeah. it's why we exist it's what's going on and <laughs> finally there's something that oh that's what's going on around me and it just we begin to blossom we begin like we're finally getting like a plant we're finally a sunflower we're finally being nourished and then our sun when we blossom and bloom mm-hmm. and then we radiate that outward i used to meditate with some first graders um, at a public school, it's like through uh, Jan Glusak's class, and she just invited me to do it. And just like a lot of these things, like so in the last place one would think that they, that someone would be offering like a metaphysical meditation to first graders, first graders, it yeah. just opened the door, <laughs> and I did it. You know, and I learned yeah. so much from it. Go ahead. Well, you know what's ironic, because you know prayer got taken away from school. Mm-hmm. But isn't it funny how you can't keep it out because no. now under this guise of well it's mindfulness, right. but it's actually prayer. Like you can't keep Through it yoga, out of our system. Mindfulness. It's just it's being it's it's opening up to who we are. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I you were teasing me about taking notes or you know right. while you guys were talking before, but I think one of the the principles that we forget we forget that we are eternal beings. We are not just human beings. We are not just in this world. We're here for a period of time, and our soul is inhabiting mm-hmm. this area with us. But we are eternal beings. We're we're not we're not here to live the life that is dictated to us by by this world. We're here to prepare ourselves and to learn more about our eternal life and our connection to spirit and our connection to everyone else and to the entire world. We're energetic beings. We're not just in this body. And when you talk about laughter and joy, it's like we have to remember that when we spend so much time worried about what's going on in this world and all that, we're, we're so stressed mm. that we, are, we become unhealthy with that stress. That's, that's one of the things that we have to re- we have to remember meditation you talked about meditation in the morning but meditation is a day-long thing you know it's like you said looking at the beauty looking at what's around you the people that you're enjoying it's like finding moments during the day to connect with spirit finding Mm -hmm. moments to I do walking meditation because that allows me to look 
at things around me, to see the flowers, to see the animals, mm. to see the grass, to, mm. you know, see see my neighbors, you mm-hmm. know, walk by and say hi. Those those are the moments. And I used to, I know that we had mentioned Lisa Schmidt, uh, Schmidt earlier yes. that had been on your program and does A Course in Miracles. When I first started looking at A Course in Miracles and studying it, I used to take the little slips from the daily things in A Course in Miracles and put them in my desk at work. Mm-hmm. So that I would remember when I opened up my desk, there's a message for me. I need to remember that. Yeah. I need to look yeah. at that. So it's like spending the whole day trying to remember who we truly are and trying to mm-hmm. connect with spirit during that during the day. Right. Yeah. When I was new to this, I was wor- I was in the military and I was working as a liaison at the Honolulu Police Department at the receiving desk, which is the craziest place to be working if you're not mentally prepared for it, because that's where, I mean, that's where everything happens, not always the best things. And I would carry with me two things. In my briefcase, I had a briefcase uh, that I'd bring with me for only these things, a sandwich, (laughs) this was in my briefcase, a copy of Find and Use Your Inner Power by Emmett Fox, because okay. they're bite-sized like mm-hmm. readings, and a daily word. Mm-hmm. And throughout my day, I would, at regular intervals, I would just open up to any page and, you know, Find and Use Your Inner Power, because they're short, and it would just, it was my meditation throughout the day while right. I was there. Mm-hmm. And it kept that time of my life very uneventful. Things would happen around me, but they no longer felt like it's me. It's happening to me. And another thing I would do then, when I was first learning about this stuff, was I would go to, and I was 23, I was in the service, but on my time off, I would choose to go hang out at the Ala Moana Mall. This is an outdoor shopping mall. Mm-hmm. And I would just sit there and just, I'd meditate, not like a traditional om, but I would just be watching all the Mm. people and I'd be blessing them in my mind, you know, like, and Mm. I'd feel so high. It was so, (laughs) like, I was like, this is life. Like, you know, I got to remember that because sometimes I think, well, when I say this is life, like this morning I was saying, I'm not doing enough. Why am I doing anything? You know, that's what I was telling myself. Mm -hmm. But hearing you and remembering this, I'm going, man, I feel so much better now that my perspective is clicking back to what's the real point. Like you said, I'm just here to learn you're these here, things. You're here to learn these things and you're yeah. here to bring your energy forth and to bring your positive yeah. energy forth. When you were talking earlier about um, laughter and laughter being the best medicine, which I firmly believe. And uh, one of the things that um, uh, Reverend John and I used to teach, uh, well, we still do, but it's part of who we are. We believe we do a joke every Sunday with our service as well. But we believe that laughter is the best medicine. And so we used to travel around and teach people about laughter and how how you decrease your stress and increase your health using laughter. So we would do laughter exercises. I was a a member of the World Laughter Tour, which the founding father of that was uh, Dr. Madan Kataria. And then Mm. it was brought to this country from Steve Wilson. And we teach laughter exercises. So you were talking about finding things to laugh about. So the laughter exercises, you just you just start laughing. Yes. Yes. And and you stimulate your own hormones and endorphins and you feel better. Oh, yeah. 
So that is what joy is all about. Joy yeah. and love, bringing that forth and sharing it. Sharing yeah. it with yourself and sharing it with everyone else. Yeah, it's a lot like um, jump-starting a battery that has died, right? <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Um, the thing about our thinking is that, uh, well, that that I've found and that I've learned from all these teachers is that it has momentum in the direction in which it's already going. Mm-hmm. So when I'm already thinking in like um, uh, I guess you'd call it negative or restrictive way or fear-based way, you would think from the outside, and it's easy to see it, like if I'm in a good place and you're not, it's like... You would think that the when I'm in a negative or a, a constrict, I would just go. This feels bad. Now I should think these other. You know, I should think joyous, loving thoughts. But it's because it has momentum and it's like a dream. It's like a hypnotic state. It tends to. I tend to want to dig in more. Mm-hmm. Like the very th- the very mental state that's generating the idea that I have this big problem is then coming up with quote solutions that are only adding to the perceived problem. Ah, but that's why we have laughter partners mm-hmm. and we have prayer partners because mm-hmm. when we're not able to hold that belief or that understanding for ourselves, we have other people that'll yes. hold it for us until we're ready to move back into yes. it. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, and that's why we. I think that people enjoy tuning in to Funniest Thing. That's mm-hmm. why we tune in every week uh, for selfish reasons. Like sure. I told you, uh, I mentioned that before. That the show for me is like a way of digesting because my version of the service desk my, is digesting my the events of the week, processing them through a higher perspective and just releasing all the weight that I may have been holding on to because my version of the service desk is I'm, we're doing state testing at my school and kind of the Christ within me just said, I'll take these three students in my room, even though it's a kind of a tall order just because of who they are and their different needs. I'm in uh, special education mm-hmm. and my heart, I just have, I love these kids and I just feel like I just want the best for them. So I just said, I'll take them. And then, but then actually pulling this off over a three week period is a whole, it takes a lot of turning it over to a lot of growth, a lot of being vulnerable with people who um, a lot of other people in my school might just shut them down and tell mm-hmm. them, don't do that or you're this. Or, and But I'm building relationships, like showing up and respecting them, even when they're acting over the top, like holding, holding a very uh, different space. And so it's so helpful to have um, people like yourselves to just keep waking up because yep. my mind's going, I'm done. I like gets, gets pulled into that sinkhole. And then I think, you know, if, if I was just to roll with that, I'd probably curl up in a ball and not leave my house. But there's something about like then letting that belief go and letting the light shine again. I show up the next day and these miracles happen. And, this and the energy, occurs. you're creating an energy with those students by yeah. respecting them and respecting their space and their need to be who they are. Right. Yes. Right. Loving them right where they are. Right when I was about to that I don't say I that that part of my mind wanted to give up on one student um he the next day I show up I do my morning routine I do my affirmations my prayer he hands me a picture and um I showed it to you Mm -hmm. already yeah and it says thankful today and every day this is the same kid who almost was like like ready to give up on him like ah (laughs) and on the back it says thank you for everything you do you're an amazing teacher and teacher and mentor this journey has not been easy but it has been a blessing and an honor to go through it with you happy teachers week mr ed and 
it's it's just so the way God works to, yeah. for that person, for me to take that next step and not give into the. I mean, I it's selfish. I I don't give into these limiting thoughts for my own sake. Mm-hmm. Really, beyond not just for him. I do it for myself because I don't want to live into in a world where people give up on each other. And I know it's not reality. I know the truth of each one of us is our divinity. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to write someone out of that, I'm losing my connection with this unconditional loving principle, uh, divine principle, you know? So thank God that this is, was my funniest thing. Funniest thing you're never going to believe who just handed me basically a, a metaphysical, <laughs> you know, affirmative prayer card thanking me. I was, I was just thinking, um, I reposted something on Facebook a um, couple of days ago, and and I can't remember the entire piece of it, um, but basically it says we're, we're living in unprecedented times where people are just not being kind to each other. People are being hurt. Mm-hmm. People are being hurt by, you know, um, serious violent acts. People are being hurt by racial slurs. People are being hurt by all sorts of things. So until we get balance again, mm-hmm. basically, I'm going to open the door for people. I'm going to let people, you know, in 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 traffic and not raise my voice and shake my fist. I'm going to play with babies at the at, <laughs> at the grocery yeah. store and smile at them yes. and I'm going to wish the people that uh, I work that I see every day a good day. I'm going to say thank you to everyone. I'm going to basically be as generous as I can be. While everything else is going on, I'm not going to enter into that energy. I'm going to enter into a more positive and and loving energy because that's who I choose to be. Yeah, so. and that affects everyone because mm-hmm. it goes into the consciousness where it's needed. It's funny. Someone was just saying every thought and act is either mine personally, meaning they're talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, every thought and act. And this really made me think about, in a very uh, powerful way, an enlightening way, my own behavior. And this is it. Every thought and act is either contributing to war Mm. or peace and love in the race consciousness. Mm -hmm. That we end war, if you want to start changing people saying things that are hurtful or doing things that are hurtful, then do this. This is the most powerful thing you could do. Yep, back to that idea of we are energy and everything around us is energy and it's energy between us. So if we are contributing to a positive energy, then we're raising the the, uh, consciousness of the entire planet, yes. This is amazing, yeah. Yeah, we're changing things around the world. Yes, because it moves out in waves. It's energetic. Yeah. This, but if I continue to go, it's okay for me to. Wah, 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 wah. Well, then I'm just adding to something. And not, now I'll be the same guy who's going, yeah, why are they being so mean to people? Did you hear that on the radio? But I was just mean and I'm contributing to well, it. Well, yesterday when I got to my job, like you said, uh, I wasn't. I'm like, my brain is not fully active until typically 10 a.m., but school starts at 8.45. <laughs> and now that I'm working with this group, they show up at my door, and they already got drama, drama going from the day before. You know, they're at that age where they're exploring that, and they're in this environment that kind of unconsciously promotes this kind of drama because there's so mm-hmm. many people, either adults, they may not be saying it out loud, but they're kind of grumbling under, you know, in their minds. And so they came to me and hit me and with it and it was and I got sucked in and finally I I raised my voice 
and I put on a show about I'm the teacher because there was other adults. You know, I, like I I got pulled in to this negative swirling energy, and I put a kid on blast, and then I could see because because I practiced this stuff, I, I heard my inner voice saying, "You just violated their trust." Mm. They that reason they're telling you all this stuff is because they trust you, mm. and it it gives me tingles right now. So I, I in the past I don't think I would have had the wherewithal, but by practicing this meditation and this stuff and being in a receptive place, I heard it. And so what I did is I said, I just said it. I said, look, I violated your trust. Let's go in. I took him into the cafeteria. These two guys, and I just said, I'm not going to say anything else. Tell me what you're thinking. What's going on? You know, you bring up an excellent point here because I think this is really important to remember too. We talk about the ideal, and that's what we're talking about right now. We're talking about mm -hmm. the ideal of loving and 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 moving within that energy. Right. But we have to remember that we just have bad days. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's okay. We are humans. Yeah. We're you know we're we're spiritual beings having a human experience, and yeah. so in our human experience, we're going to have days when things are off. We're going to have right. days yes. when we don't feel well, and the and the and the challenge for us is not to beat ourselves up for it. That's right. But That's to remember right. that we can always, as you say, I'm learning these teachings. I know these teachings, and you know something happened that threw me off. But I can get back to it. I can just move back yes. into it. And I can be a positive person again. I can be a respectful person again. I can be a loving right. and caring person again. And yes, I didn't do it in that moment, but in the next moment, I can choose to right. be that again. Yeah, and so something amazing happened, which is exactly what you're saying, because then I'm modeling for them, because they're getting pulled in all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So in that moment, Rather than trying to be perfect, I'm modeling for them, this is what it looks like to do something and then own it mm -hmm. and become receptive yeah. and loving. And so the, I kept going in and out throughout the day. And the most amazing moment came at the end of the day where the blessing of getting kind of pulled into their world and my world and their world which for, I was sort of beating myself up like I should be better than this, and, but I had to keep forgiving myself for that thought and just keep coming back. Like the sooner the better, the sooner I forgive myself, the better. At the end of the day, the light bulb just went on and the thing that connected me with these guys in a, in a transformative way was I said to them, look guys, I can't live in this negativity. And I just looked them in the eye, I can't handle it. This feels so bad. Mm -hmm. Let's get back on track. And we did. And they re, like, there was something about me going through it and then being able to, feeling their perspective in a way and mm -hmm. like not coming at it like you should or I should, just like, guys, this feels terrible. Mm -hmm. And it made me realize the primary thing that gets them in trouble is that they're already feeling bad. They're already embroiled in battles in their own mind. And that just gave me so much empathy for it. It just reminded me, like that's what's leading, these kids, they need loving, wise people who can shine light on so that they can be liberated from this mess sure. that they. Well, keep all children need someone to yeah. lead them to the light. It's part of. It's part of. Yeah. You know, they, we come from light, yeah. and then we get mired down in what's going on in the world. So we need to lead each other, and we're and we're all God's children. So we're right. all children that need that 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 leading, and that's yeah. why I emphasize again. That's why we have each other. We have each other to lift each other up or to hold space for each other right. when we're when we're not able to. 
And you know, I heard what last thing for my long story is that I heard a word. Uh, I was listening to an Abraham Hicks recorded talk, and the guy was saying this. He 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 used the word effortless, and what he and it what, what I learned. What he shared what he learned, and it really rang a bell with me. He said, "It's almost like when we hear effortless, it's easy to set this unrealistic bar, which is like there's no effort. We're just." But he was saying it's really what is that like an adverb or like it's a it's a it's a statement telling us to effort less. When we get stressed, it's not that there's no effort. It's just usually when we're stressing, we put too much effort, mm-hmm. not enough faith to let. Right. And I'm like those moments where I was trying to do it on my own and I thought everyone was looking at me. I needed to effort less, listen more, tune into the divine and let myself be supported. And I'll tell you, that is, that's the final piece from, you were looking, reading pieces from my um, yeah. article at Daily Word, but that's finally what I had to come to the realization of. I was trying to do so many things. I was going to school. I was caring for some older uh, relatives. I was writing a book um, mm-hmm. on laughter at mm-hmm. the time. I was doing a lot of things. And when I when I suddenly had this, this physical challenge, which was... Um, I, I don't I don't like to name it, so I'm just going to say yeah. every joint and muscle in my body became sore. Mm-hmm. And that gave me time because I couldn't do anything. I just had to sit in the bed and think. And so I spent a lot of meditation time. I spent a lot of reading time. And I had to realize that I had to let things go. I could not keep trying to be the all and end all. I had to be able to say, other people can help me out with the relatives that I'm caring for. Uh, there are other things that I don't need to put as much effort into. I, I kind of thought of it, um, I'm going to put it this way, Daily Word only allows you to write 700 words. So <laughs> uh, so I worked with a wonderful, wonderful editor there. She just she was she was amazing, but because she kept the, 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 the meat of the story. But basically what I had to come down to is I thought I felt like I was pushing against a wall. That's why all of my muscles mm. were so sore. So I took the physical, feeling of a feeling that I'm pushing. I'm pushing against a wall that won't move. And all I have to do is back up. Yeah. Mm. All I have to do is back up mm. and relax and let it go. Let it wow. Go. And let spirit move what needs to be moved yeah. and do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Faith. It is a verb. True. <laughs> true. Yes. D- did you want to read the, the Would you like me to read the daily word? Yes, I forgot right. all about it. I have it I know, sitting in my too. lab here. I just remembered it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to read it like I do for our service. So. The daily word that we focus on today comes to us from April 29th, 1940, and the word is victory. Our affirmation, I live victoriously, for I am shielded with God's truth. To God I give glory, for it is God's truth that enables me to live courageously and victoriously. Of myself, I can do nothing, but through the Christ of God in me, I can do all things. Why should I not? There's no power to overcome for me, for I am endued with the only power there is, the power of God. There is no danger or bondage for the person who knows truth, for they are illumined, guided, and shielded by spirit. They look within rather than without for freedom and defense. There is no anxiety in the person who knows truth, for they know just what to do 
in every situation. They are conscious of the invisible host of God's messengers that are given charge over them in all their ways. They know that they will be directed in a way to avoid all stumbling stones, all pitfalls, all thorns. Preserved from all hurt, they will hurt nothing. And the only thing they will slay will be negation, negation of thought or word. And our scripture with this daily word comes from Psalms 91, verse 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but shall not come nigh thee. Our word for today is victory. And our affirmation, I live victoriously, for I am shielded with God's truth. And so it is. Amen. Amen. And so does. That was professionally read. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You picked a good one here. I love it. Well, we got talking about professional. We got a little story here. So yeah, it's just that we found. Um, just before we read it, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Is there any other thoughts you want to share before we wrap up the show? Oh well, there are lots of thoughts, yeah. but I think we have expressed as many as we possibly can in the time frame that we have. Great. Thank you so much for inviting us here. Yeah, we'd love to have you and John on as well again in the future. So hopefully, yeah, we'll you'll be in be contact. Yeah. All right, good. We'll keep we'll, trying we'll, to. We'll try and coordinate something. We'll try yes. to pull you back in. <laughs> yes, thank you. And thank uh, you. let everyone know again the name of your ministry where they. Yes, can find once you. again, we are Unity Church of Chatsworth in Chatsworth, California. Online right now, we are found at YouTube on Sunday mornings and Wednesday evenings. Uh, That's when we premiere. Um, And we also have a website, unityofchatsworth.org, which we also keep update with the current uh, uh, lessons that we have available. And I'm just going to mention tomorrow which would be Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everyone, by the way. Um, On Mother's Day, we will be holding an in-person service. And um, let's see, it's in Castaic at uh, the Valencia Travel Resort in Castaic. So um, please, you know, if you're in the area and you're available and you need information, you can call our church phone. It's at our website. I think I got enough commercial in. Did I do There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you are a pro. (laughs) <clears throat> we also want to say happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, and thank you for taking. And the happy time. Mother's Day, happy feminine spirit to all of us. Thank right, you. it yes. is within us all. Mm-hmm. Um, you are official member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Michael <laughs> Schoonover is a member. <laughs> okay. I feel like we're in the po- we're in the cockpit of the spaceship when you were talking about the world and the balancing yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the popular movie series Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. These fun, fun loving misfits who. Somehow come together for the greater good. And and, and can control the energy. That's right. And they're always learning, (laughs) you know. So we are, I like that, uh, welcome you to a member of being a member of the funniest thing, Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you. Yes. So we have a story. We always have stories about our guests. We can neither confirm nor deny the actual truth of these stories. Mm. Yes. But I believe we went online to uh, newthoughtnurses.com, journals. Stories. Medical journal, yes. Yeah, medical journal, popular medical journal. (laughs) One night, Michelle was called into work 
on what was supposed to be a holiday mm. for her and her husband, John. Even though John believes in blessing rather than cursing, he could not hide his frustration. Now, why do they need you to come in now? Michelle told John. They need me in the maternity ward. Interesting. John, unable to hide his disappointment, responded, but this is your time off. Why is it so urgent that you go in now? Michelle replied. The doctor is having a midwife crisis. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is pretty bad. <laughs> that is pretty bad. Finally, well, someone is not afraid. The worse the joke, the more we love you. Well, <laughs> and you tell you the funny thing about that is I have two specialties in my nursing practice, geriatrics and spirituality. Ah, so uh -huh. I would never, under any circumstances, be called into a maternity ward. <laughs> None of my patients are ever in a maternity ward. Believe me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Cute, very cute. Amazing. Now well, is, is uh, KC? I don't think KC practiced this one. Did you? Oh no! Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just want to sing this one out. You ready? Yes. This is this is a, okay. a great spiritual teacher. It's a great spiritual hymn. Casey and the sunshine man. This right. is mental sunshine. Mm -hmm. You ready? Yeah, you ready? <clears throat> God to be, be with you is my favorite thing, <laughs> and I can't wait till I see you again. Yeah. I wanna put on my 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 boogie shoes. Just to boogie with you. <laughs> I want to put on my, 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 my boogie shoes. Just to, to boogie, boogie with you. you. Let's read us out. Visit DarylNed.com and find easy links to everything we do. What is it? Unity of Chatsworth? Unity yes. Church of Chatsworth. Unity Church of Chatsworth. We love you. <laughs> and thanks for being part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. I want to do it till the sun comes up. Burning. I want to do it till I can't get enough. I want to put on my, 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 my boogie shoes just to boogie with you. I want to put on my, 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 my boogie shoes just to boogie with you. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Wow, wasn't that an amazing podcast? Well, you could do that too here at ChoboStudios.com here in the Los Angeles area. Uh, and if you're not in Los Angeles, you could always go to PodShuttle.io. It's our fully remote editing service where you will cut up clips, we'll edit for you. Uh, podcast management, we do it all, baby. We got the digital goods here at PodShuttle and Chobo. We love you. <laughs>